All right, podcast here with Kristen Merz. Like, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Brett? I'm good. It's been a long time. I know, a couple of years since, uh, gosh, you were coaching me in 2016, right? Yeah, I guess. So. When did you actually graduate Auburn? 2017, undergrad. 2017, okay. Nice, wow. Well, for those that don't know you, you're an assistant coach at Florida now. Congratulations on that. You guys are killing it. Thank you. Appreciate Um, that. But give us your background. Tell people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, grew up kind of 30 minutes north of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, Swam my whole life, high school, club, all that jazz. Um, Played soccer too, which was fun, so I kind of doubled um, went from swim practice in the morning to school to swim practice again to soccer practice at night. So really busy as a kid, but those were my kind of two main sports that I really enjoyed doing. Um, just so happened to be a little bit better at swimming and obviously you know, brought me to Auburn. Um, extremely grateful for my four years there, really able to swim under you, Brett, and um, get my degree as well. And um, did the typical move back home after I graduated and Really had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Um, kind of a couple of tears here and there, but didn't think I wanted to go into coaching. But here I am, kind of dabbled with medical device sales a little bit. Um, and the pool deck was just kind of called my name the whole time. So um, spent two years at University of Pittsburgh. Um, loved my time there. Worked under John Hargis um, alongside Mark Christian, Trevor Carroll, and um, Justin Andrade. And um Got this job beginning of last summer, so I'm on year two here, and it's been an adventure, still learning every day, but uh, I'm really enjoying it, and uh, you can't go wrong with the sun. It's definitely not anything like Pittsburgh, so uh, (laughs) I've been happy here. Yeah, nothing to complain about in Florida, I guess. I I mean, huge school, I mean, great athletic department, great place to live, Uh, I mean, incredible athletes, which we can get into, but um, just in terms of uh you know what it's like to be a female coach uh what are the what are the advantages these days disadvantages like how how difficult is it to get into coaching and progress in uh kind of a male dominated industry right now yeah yeah i think it's i think the future is female at the end of the day i really do um you know obviously we live in a very male dominated world but let alone sports as well um Obviously, like you said, there's a whole bunch of men on deck and a lot of not enough females. Um, And I actually was at U.S. Open this past week and I had a club coach came up to me and um, kind of asked me why I thought there wasn't enough females on deck. Um, And at the end of the day, I just I don't I don't know. I wish I had an answer. Um, I think it is a um, one, a tough sport to stay in and have a good you know, life balance outside of work. And I think a lot of people don't value their free time as much as they should. And that's, you know, maybe why some females and males as well kind of get out of the the, the swimming industry. Um, and I also think it, it is hard to kind of find the right personality um, that can fit into a all-male coaching staff. Um, mm. I have my days, don't get me wrong. There's some tears that, you know, I just close my office and cry for no reason. I think it's healthy. <laughs> But, um, you know, I think if you're a young female trying to get into swimming, it's really important to find a really good uh, coaching dynamic. You know, I'm very lucky enough to work with Coach Nesty and and Whitney and Jack, um, and I'm very blessed that they treat me with respect. Um, 
they they make fun of me, which is awesome. If I can have a, a co-workers that kind of poke fun at me, um, you know, I can be myself as well and I can be myself around them. And to me, that's really important, um, you know, alongside the athletes as well. Um, you know, I don't, I don't take crap from anyone. Uh, Coach Nesty told me probably my first week here that um, – I shouldn't take crap for anyone. And I actually set that as my phone background and I still have it to this day. And um, it's just the mentality of, um, you know, I'm meant to be here. I was here for a reason. I worked hard um, and I'm just as good as, you know, maybe any other coach on deck. Um, and I think females don't have that mentality. Um, it's super easy to be timid and kind of scared and shy and quiet around, you know, other male coaches, but then the men's team as well. Mm. Uh, so I think that's partially why there's not a lot of females anymore these days. Um, but then, you know, you look at someone like Georgia Tech, who has three females on staff mm. and males, um, and I think it's awesome. And, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to be mentored by Carol at Texas, and she's I've looked up to her for quite some time now. Um, I think she's an absolute fantastic person, a really good coach, um, really awesome to learn from. And then, you know, this year I just joined a women's summit as well with um, a couple of coaches from other power five schools, uh, which has been really helpful for me, really powerful. Um, so, you know, I've, I've enjoyed doing that, but I do think it is getting better at the end of the day. Um, like I said, the future is female, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, it's awesome to see your progression. You know, I saw you come in as a, as a young freshman to see where you are today. It's just um, super cool. You know, like you've, you've done a really outstanding job. I know that you had, you know, your ups and downs with swimming, um, as we all do. You know, like when you're going through that process in college, like you have moments where it all clicks and then you have moments where it's difficult. Um, when you reflect back on kind of your, your swimming in college, how, how do you then relate that to the athletes you have now? Yeah. Um, I had a terrible freshman, sophomore and senior year. I had I think I had one good year and that was my junior year. Um, it's nice because I am young. You know, I'm only 28. So I feel like I can relate to them a lot better than other coaches. Um, you know, it's the ebbs and flows of swimming. You're going to have really good days. You're going to have really bad days. Um, you know, but for me as an athlete, I was really consistent. I feel like um, mm -hmm. at practice at meets, whether I was at my best or worst, I always find a way to just be consistent and have a level head. Um, and so I think I'm able to teach our athletes that now that if you're consistent day in and day out, you're going to be successful. If you're doing the right things in the weight room, uh, nutrition wise, recovery, um, doing obviously doing the right things in the pool. Um, if you stay consistent in, in all the areas of life, um, I think you're going to have a really successful four years. Um, but you're going to have like I said, good days, you're going to have really, really terrible days, but just finding a way to, you know, find the, find the good and the bad days um, and kind of move on um, day after day and just take one session at a time. One of the things that I struggle with as a head coach um, and, and never quite fully figured out, and I don't know how you guys handle it at Florida, but, you know, being the head coach, you, you know, it's very hard to make a connection with every single athlete that you have and then manage a staff of people. And then, you know, you've got your pro athletes like you do at Florida. And so being responsible for so many people and trying to connect with so many people was, was extremely difficult for me. And yeah. there were times where I just completely failed at it. Right. And, and I look back on, 
my time with you where there were certainly instances like that, right? Like where we just didn't connect. And so, and, and you had John Hargis at, at a certain time where you, you guys were definitely had a connection and things were clicking and, and I kind of, kind of step back and let that happen. That's a good thing. So like, how, how does, how do you guys handle that at Florida in terms of trying to manage all of that? Yeah. It's, it's almost like a head coach anywhere is always going to be the bad guy, no matter yeah. what. We actually had just had a staff meeting about, you know, Nessie feels like he's always a bad guy, um, yeah. which I understand because he has to have the hard conversations at the end of the day. But it's almost our job as assistants to help with that and to not take the brunt of it, but have those hard conversations more often with them. Mm. Um, you know, I feel like we're, you know, all assistant coaches out there can be very influential. Um, I have a lot of people come in my office and we either talk shop about swimming or usually it's just about life. Um, you know, I think it's, it, it, it is hard cause we're, we're a big team. We got, you know, 70 something with the pros. So mm. it is hard to build that connection, especially with the freshmen. Um, I think I'm still learning some of the freshmen, um, kind of their tendencies, their personality a little bit. So that stuff takes time. Um, and you're not going to get to know someone. I mean, you know, this, Brett, you're not going to get to know anyone on deck 10 minutes before practice. Right. Um, you know, it's going to take effort for them to come up here, for you to reach out to them, to go get, you know, coffee or lunch or dinner or something like that. So um, if you're not a people person, I don't think coaching would be right for you because, um, you know, coaching is the easiest part. It's managing the athletes. Mm -hmm. and you, can't, you know, one, manage yourself, but um, manage your athletes, get to know them, take the time to get to know them. Um, there's a lot of energy that's put into it that not a lot of people are willing to do. Um, you know, yeah. showing up, showing up on deck just isn't enough these days. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's tough. That's why I got out of it. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's not the most yeah. sustainable job. Yeah. What about the pressure? I mean, you you walked into a program that had an immense amount of pressure as a freshman, and and sometimes you could feel that, right? And and now you're coaching at a program that has similar, if not more, because you're you're super successful and you have world olympic champions record holders you know world record holders there so it's like the pr the pressure at florida would be immense too as a coach how how do you manage that how do you feel that yeah um you know we like to win obviously winning yeah. isn't everything but it's a very big priority for us mm -hmm. um you know we don't really look at things in the long run we kind of take a training cycle you know by itself and once we finish that one we go on to the next one um you know obviously it's easy to look at the big picture but you know, you get through a really good training cycle and then you got mid-season. You got, obviously, right now we're in Christmas training mode. Um, so you're in a different cycle of kind of life right right there. And then, you know, kind of after Christmas, it's um, taper season almost. So, um, but yeah, with, you know, the, the pros and all that, they're, you know, doing everything that our college team does. They don't really do anything different. But, um, yeah, it's hard. Uh, you know, some days are harder than others. Some days are more fun than others. But, um, you know, it's you can you can make it you can make the pressure a really big deal. But for me, it doesn't really get to me. Um, we're consistent day in and day out each session in the weight room as well that, um, you know, our plan has worked. Um, so we don't really go away from our plan quite often. So if we stick to it, um, you know, we, we have a pretty good shot of having a really successful season. So obviously, you know, we step on deck at SECs and, oh, it's, it's the Gators this, Gators that. But 
don't really let it get to us um, a lot. But, you know, obviously there's pressure. Obviously the community wants us to win. The athletic department wants us to win and expects us, expects us to win. So we do what's, what need to be done day in and day out, and the rest will kind of take care of itself. What about your role, your specific role? Like when you wake up every day, how do you know what you're doing um, in, on a kind of a weekly basis? What's your routine? Where where, do they, where are you placed? Who are you looking after? Those sorts of things. Yeah, um, it's nice with this position. We have a director of ops. And so I think that allows myself and the rest of the assistant coaches to do our mm. main job, coaching mm. and recruiting. Right. right. And that was the biggest difference at Pitt where I was kind of half director of ops as well. So mm. most days I felt like I was stressed and worried about, you know, taking care of travel and meals and whatnot. So I'm lucky, grateful that I did that, but don't have to worry about that anymore too much. Yeah. Um, day in and day out, usually I'm with uh, the mid distance group um, and I'll take the breaststrokers as well. So right now, sometimes we hop groups. Um, some days I might be with the distance crew. Other days I might be with, um, the speed men and, men and women. It just kind of depends. And we have a lot of different part moving parts of practice. We got, you know, a group that's long course. We've got a group that's doing buckets inside and maybe um, some resistance stuff on the, the, in the deep end. So we're kind of all over the place. We've got a lot of different practices going on. Um, it keeps us on our toes. So um, mostly though, I do see most of the athletes every day. So I'm not with, you know, the same 15 athletes every single practice all year, uh, right. which is great. So I might see, um, you know, some of the, um, I might see Eric Fries and Alberto, you know, this, the, the speed guys one day, and then I might see Katie, Kieran, um, Alfonso the next day. So it's fun. Um, it allows me to be kind of more creative um, and see some, some different athletes. Mara's like taking the sprinters. That's what I like to hear. There we go. I'm trying <laughs> like to be it. as good as you, Brett. I <laughs> no, no. Now, listen, um, tell me this. Um, you know, in terms of uh, learning how to write workouts and how they flow and and kind of the the ability for you, like you said, you've got, you're, you're taking all these different groups. It's a particular, so how do you know, like, are they giving you the heads up, hey, uh, tomorrow I want you to do this? Or are they saying, hey, in 10 minutes I want you to do this? Are they saying, here's a workout? Or are you writing these workouts yourself? What's the what's the flow there? Yeah, um, honestly, sometimes. Sometimes Coach Nessie would be like, hey, write Wednesday, recovery uh, morning. Um, some days, like last week, he came to my office and was like, hey, I want you to write uh, a preset for tonight. And that was like 10 minutes before practice starts. So mm. Um, I actually knew he was going to be like that on my interview. Uh, I think my, like my second phone call with him, um, he was like, walk me through a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of, uh, of training. I was like, uh, a practice. He was like, yeah, walk me through practices. So I like went through this whole like BS of, all right, aerobic Monday, threshold Monday afternoon. And I'm like, what the heck? And then I realized that he was asked, he basically asked that because he, he would do that ever so often. Um, it's not necessarily bad. It just keeps you on your toes, keeps you thinking. I mm -hmm. like it. Other coaches might not like it, but, um, you know, we most – Coach Nesty wrote, writes most of the practices. Um, sometimes we'll take some here and there, but it all comes from the same plan. Um, and like I said earlier, we don't really deviate too far from the, the right. season. What about this though? You know, your your job is to make the head coach look good ultimately, right? Mm -hmm. But you all want your own identity. You are, you all want to feel some success. You you know, like we're you're all human, right? Like all, all my assistants that I had, 
wanted that piece of the pie as well, where they could feel like they accomplished something. So how do you, how do you get that out of the program at Florida? Oh, I like that. I, at, at the end of the day, I'm someone that just wants love. Um, I think most people are like that. It's just human nature. At the end right. of the day, they want to feel loved and like they belong. Um, to me, I get most satisfaction of just mingling with our athletes, asking how their day was, um, asking if I can help in any way, because we're here for them, right? It's, it's a four-year commitment for them, but our athletic director says it's a 40-year commitment um, as a Gator. So to me, if I can make any impact in their life, whether it's on a week basis, on a daily basis, um, you know, I'm going to do it. That's how I feel valued. I don't need someone to say, hey, you're doing an awesome job here. Mm. Um, you know, hey, keep it up. You're doing great. I don't, I don't really need that. Um, you know, I know that if I show up at work every day and give them my best, then, you know, it's for the team, it's for the athletes and we take really good care of them. Um, my dad always says, just wake up and go to work, go to work. And, and that's what I do. So try to bring a smiling face every day. Obviously it doesn't happen sometimes, but uh, <laughs> sometimes you just got to fake it till you make it, you know? Yeah. I love it. Um, where are you guys at in this season? Like where have you, where have you been just recently? Where are you headed? Uh, I guess we're coming into Christmas training soon, right? Are you guys going anywhere for that? What do you do for that? Yeah. So we just finished up a couple dual meets this fall. Um, we went to Georgia invite, uh, right before Thanksgiving, we actually had a pretty successful meet. Um, they went home for a couple days, came back, uh, myself and Coach Jack took a small group to U.S. Open, so a couple of our athletes just came back from that. Um, besides that, everyone's just full training mode. Um, we'll stick to our normal schedule this week, um, and then next week they have finals, so um, they get a little bit more stressed out, a little, little grumpy this time of year, obviously, as you know. Um, but yeah, we're, we're in full grind mode right now until Christmas. Uh, they get about a week off, and then they come back, and we're in grind mode again. Um, I think we have a meet on the 14th of January against FAU, which will be senior night. So, um, but yeah, we're just, we're grinding. That's all we do. We work hard um, and our athletes are really, really good about it. But no, we don't go anywhere, sadly. I wish we could go a little bit south, but it's always sunny in 75 in Gainesville. So uh, we're lucky <laughs> that we have everything here that we need. We individualize training in the pool. So why not individualize your nutrition? Erica Barney of Barney Wellness Building will help you and your swimmers get exactly what each athlete needs through genetic testing and personalized nutrition plans. So stop guessing what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body. Athletes within a few weeks have noticed they're recovering faster because they're fueling their body with what they need and staying away from what their body hates. Erica understands swimming. She gets it. She's worked with over 20 Olympians, including the fastest man in the world, Caleb Dressel. Group discounts are available, so go to Biney Wellness Building and get in touch with Erica today. That's Biney, B-E-I-N-E, wellnessbuilding.net. Yeah. Listen, you knew our mentality at Auburn for SECs and NCAs. The approach was, you know, you want to be good at SECs, you want to qualify for NCAAs, you want to be competitive, you want to try and win the title, but you don't want to be necessarily the whole team uh, at full rest and full shave. That wasn't really the idea, um, you know. So you always wanted to leave something in the tank. Do you guys have the same mentality at Florida? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we'll do a little bit of rest before SECs. Um, 
everyone's kind of all over the place, you know, kind of our, our better athletes won't rest as much as our right. uh, kind of the middle of the pack. Right. Uh, because you want to save that big, big swim for March. Right. Um, you know, we kind of do what needs to be done just to win the meet. Um, and I think we can do that on the men's side, our women's not yet. And I say yet because we have a really good 23 class coming in and um, truly believe we can do something special with them. But everyone's kind of on a, a, a different track come February. Um, obviously, the goal is to you know, race and be the best that we can be and hopefully win the meet and win some races. So whether that's a full rest, a half a rest, no, no rest, it just kind of depends on the athlete. You guys have had the ultimate success at SECs, right? Like, especially on the men's side, winning, what is it now? What's the streak? It's like 10. 10? Oh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Close to the Auburn streak. I but, know. Um, Auburn's got number one, though. Yeah, close to that. Um, yeah. But, you know, as it goes, the pressure builds. But, like, um, you haven't had that success at NCAAs yet, right? Like, Cal and Texas have been dominating on the men's side. The women have kind of been it's been back and forward. Virginia's been obviously tops for a couple of years, but um, where where are you in kind of the the landscape of finally kind of holding that big trophy above your head? You think? Yeah, um, our men have been getting third the last couple of years, um, and it sucks, right? It, everyone wants to win. Ever you know, we don't want to stay stay the same every year. Um, we can get second grade if we can, you know, obviously win the whole dance. That that that's the goal. Um, you know, we got a really talented sprinter, Josh Leando, in. So hopefully, mm. he can help us on on relays and in the fifty and hundred free and the hundred fly. So um, I think we're getting there. Um, hopefully, it'll happen this year. I don't know. You know, who knows what the next four four months hold? But um, that's the goal. That's that's why we come to work. That's why we we train hard. What are the what, what's the missing pieces then right now? Or where where are the holes? Where are the gaps? Like you're bringing in a guy like Leander who can be a huge game changer, right? Um, but yeah, you want to win this thing. It's like yeah. third, third, fourth, fifth. That, that gets old after a while. It's like you yeah. want to finally win it. So like I'm sure you guys are um, trying to fill those gaps and those holes. So like is is there anywhere particular where you're saying, all right, we need we need help there, or we need to step up there? Um, you know, this year particularly. Yeah. I think our, our relays are pretty taken care of. Um, we definitely got some speed. Um, I think our two medley, four, four medley relays taken care of as well. Um, obviously, we're known for our distance program, so um, pretty sure that's going going well as well. I think we're missing out more on the, the 200s of each stroke. Um, not necessarily. I think our top end's there. I think our, mm. you know, kind of that middle crew just has to be better. Um, and you have to come to that meet and you can't miss. If you want to win, you can't miss a single race. Um, I think that happened to us a little bit last year. Most of them were on it. We did have some bad swims. Um, it's the ebbs and, ebbs and flow of the sport, I guess. But, um, you know, we want to be deeper a little bit more in the 200s. Um, we're pretty deep in in the, the speed events in our relays and distance. But, um, you know, we're bringing in a pretty good class next year too. Some backstrokers little bit more distance crew as well. So um, I think our men will get there. Um, you know, women, I think that, um, you know, we're bringing in the number one recruit in the nation, Bella Sims. So she can pretty much swim any event that she wants and do a really good job of it. A good job at it. Um, so I think just, you know, for us as coaches, just continue to recruit really good talent, get them in the door and see where they can go. There's a, there's a little bit of talk. Um, 
this is where I get tough, tough questions. A um, little bit of talk of Bella maybe taking a, a red shirt year to focus on the Olympics. Is that is that set or where are we at with that? Do you know? Uh, I don't know yet. And and that's the truth. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. That's, that's fair enough. Gotcha. That, that's the hard questions. Um, now, one more hard question. I've got another one for you. What about this? Like, uh, look, everybody's concerned about Caleb, right? Like with, with what happened to him and, and what we know about him, world's best swimmer, um, and, and kind of walked away from worlds, just kind of from what we understand, you know, stressed at that point in time, needed some time away. Sounds like he got it, but like, are you able to give us an update on Caleb? Like, where are we at with him? Only because everybody just cares so much. Like, it, it just feels, everyone feels like they're just in the dark with it, you know? He's happy. Um, and if he, you know, is ready to come back to the sport, he'll come back to the sport. Um, so he's not swimming right now? Uh, that's kind of on his terms. So if, if he wants to, to, you know, come back anytime soon, obviously we'll be here. But, um, you know, he's happy. So obviously the sport misses him, but um, we'll see here in a few. Yeah. Uh, what about the addition of Katie? I mean, it sounds like she's just hit the ground running at Florida and killing it. Um, swimming unbelievable since she got there and, and hasn't stopped. So, like, what's what's her impact been on the program? Oh, she's been great. Um, she's a really good person at the end of the day. Um, she's really good for our athletes. Um, our athletes are good for her. Um, she's probably the most talented swimmer that I've ever seen. I mean, mm. she can do some crazy stuff in training. Um, she comes back somehow every day with an even better attitude. Um, you know, she comes in, works hard and, and leaves. Um, she doesn't complain. Um, she's very professional in what she does. And, um, you know, she's been absolutely fantastic for us as a coaching staff um, and for our program. And she's happy. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. So, um, you know, she's going to do some really good things um, here for us in the future. But she had a pretty, pretty solid US Open that we're happy about. But um, she's just continuing to grow and grow, and, and we'll see come the next Olympics where she's at. Can you give me a Katie Ledecky set that she's crushed uh, in the past few months that you're like, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, distance workouts, you've done a few in your time. So it's uh, like, yeah, yeah. what has she done that has impressed you? Um, God, we were doing the other morning, I think Jack had her, but we did like, there's like four miles descent. Um, I don't think there, there was any equipment. This was like in a, a, a morning practice. I don't know if it was a Monday or a Friday, but I think she descended to like 16, 18 in the mm. mile. It was kind of like it was nothing, but we did do a set last year. It was like 31s, hold best average. I think she was like 55s all the way through. Short um, course yards? Yeah. 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 And, and you know, when she goes to long course and we do kind of do a set like that, she can hold double O's, one on ones, like it's nothing. Um, Are you guys doing those on 130? Uh, yeah, about that 130 or 120. Um, oh, wow. She's a tank. She's talented. She like never gets tired. It's crazy. <laughs> does she does she do IM training as well? Yep. Yeah. 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 She'll go oh, wow. 4 a.m. Um, she'll go in the 4 a.m. group most Fridays. Does she ever complain? No. I'm wow. I, I swear to God, I've never heard her complain. Wow. It's, it's so impressive. Yeah, it's just all the boys complain that she's beaten up oh, yeah. on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She, she, she holds them accountable. She holds them in the shape. Yeah, no doubt. So so college, like, freshman girls are training with Kayla Decky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. There, we got 
some sometimes the when we're all together, sometimes we'll have like a freshman sprinter in the same lane with Katie. Um, wow. Usually, though, she's with like our better end distance guys, so she doesn't kind of run over people. But um, yeah, she can be in a lane with you know a freshman. She can be in a lane with a senior or with Kieran. Um, to her, it doesn't really matter. She's just a body of water, and she'll show up and do the work. Wow, I need someone who can uh, give me the hookup to an interview. Do you know anybody? Come on. No, I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen. Uh, so, what what about your goals? Like, I mean, you're here at Florida, one of the best programs in the world. Like, where do you see yourself going the next five years? Yeah, um, honestly, I'm really happy here. So, if I can be here in the next five years, I'm going to be here. Um, mm. You know, I'm going to buy a house in the spring, which I'm excited about. So. Hopefully with that comes more, more time as a Florida Gator. Um, you know, as long as I'm still happy, I'm still loving the sport. Um, I'm still balancing my social life with coaching. Um, I'm going to stick to it as long as I can. Um, but in the next five years, I do see myself here. Um, as long as Nick Nesty keeps me around. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> what about um i had another question while you're talking there and it just disappeared you, you have that anytime or is it just me always just... always <laughs> um tell me something about the recruiting when you when you're out recruiting and you're telling people about florida like what are you what are you selling to them is, is it a hard sell or like what what are you saying um it's pretty easy i, I wouldn't say easy oh well, it's easy compared to you know when I was at the University of Pittsburgh, um, right. and I say that because it's you know it's, it's Florida, so you can't go wrong with that. It's a uh, you know obviously a really good history of Olympians, SEC champions, um, national champions, and all that. But um, you know we try to find the right fit for us, and with recruits, it's important for them to find the right fit for themselves. Um, so we kind of share with, you know, our five core values of our program. Um, and if that fits with their values, then I think it will be, you know, uh, I think it'll work out really well. Um, I love recruiting. I love getting to know athletes and it's always fun when you're talking to, you know, the top 20 athletes in the nation. Um, cause they're, they're talented. They're really good people. Um, obviously they like to win as well. So I think I can relate to them a little bit better, um, than some. So, um, I love it. It's it's not, you know, easy by any means because recruiting is demanding. It's 24-7, usually 365, um, as you know, Brett. But um, as long as you like it, I think it's um, – I mean, it's, it's one of the most important things a coach can do. I would say it's probably 80% of our job and 20% is coaching, and that's mm. the easy part. Um, but the hardest part is just finding the right fit for us um, and, you know, people that want to be a Florida Gator. What what are the selling points of the school itself? Like what are the what are the strengths of the school that you know people often ask you about? Like in, apart from the swimming, I mean, obviously you've got to go to school and get a degree. So what are the strengths of Florida? Yeah, uh, we're a top five public institution, so we're ranked fifth. Uh, so you're gonna get a really really good degree. Um, we also have the second most majors of any university in America. So. We have a wide range of you know, business, if you want to go art or health science. So that's always pretty pleasing, especially to parents. Um, I don't know why, but obviously they're here to, here to get their degree first. And um, swimming is just as important as graduating. So um, 
I think pairing with a really elite program um, and a really good academic school, it's pretty easy to sell. Um, I don't really like to call like myself a, a salesperson because I don't want to sell anyone on being a Gator. If they want to be a Gator, then, um, you know, if it's a good fit, then come on. I don't want to convince someone to, to, to be here. Um, but, you know, obviously compared to, um, you know, other schools, we have our history too with, you know, Lochte, um, with Beisel and all them. So it's, um, it's different compared to what I've been used to. Um, it's also fun, but we somehow get really good interest every year and we're definitely not mad about it. And I think that speaks to, you know, our athletes too and what they're about because you can get them, get them on a campus and at that point, our job's kind of done. Um, it's up to our athletes to, to get to know them, show, show them what it's like uh, to be a Florida Gator, show them around campus, take them to football, um, go out to dinner and do all that. So yeah. once we get them here, our job's, you know, done at that point, and then we, then we just follow up after. How diff how how difficult honestly how difficult was it to go from like an AU to a to a gated gated chomp? Was, was that hard. difficult? <laughs> it, it was for like a month. I got I got a lot of crap, um, and it was it was really weird when we first last year raced Auburn, and I was like, oh god, and they were doing their cheers, and I was kind of like saying them in my head. I'm like, oh, this is bad, but uh, I'm used to it by now, and I'm pretty close with with the staff there, so I get along with them, and it's it's always good to see you know Auburn still. Um, continue to be successful obviously you know they you know you compare it to when you were there Brett um, you know when you guys won just about everything so it's it's hard but um, I'll always support them I love Auburn yeah now listen um, Nesty's known for kind of being a distance coach who's who's looking after Leando and the sprinters these days honestly all of us like I said it's you know he doesn't have one specific coach I'd all say right. he kind of just rotate through um if he feels more comfortable coming up to to nesty about certain things and that's what he does um you know but we all we all kind of share the groups a little bit now awesome i love it well listen i appreciate your time this is cool uh, i hope i hope more people get inspired by your path and what you're doing and how you're doing it um you're killing it you're in a great place and uh i'm proud of you and the work that you're doing and and the person that you become um and you know, any any time I talk to a former athlete, I always apologize and say I wish I wish I could have done better with you. Yeah. You know, like I think that's oh, always the thing. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. Brett. Thank you. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's uh, like, look, I don't envy Nesty. He's got a tough job. It's it's oh, yeah. really really difficult. And I think I think it's even tougher to take on two programs at once, like coaching men and women at the same time, and, and having two programs, and then having a pro team. I think. Uh, I honestly think it's impossible to do it really well. I think it's tough, but I mean, he he's doing it better than anybody's ever done it before. So, but, but it adds up, you know, it wears on you. It's tough. Like you said, you guys just had a meeting where he's like, I'm always the bad guy. And that, that you know, for a person that care, you know, if you're a caring person and you, and you honestly care about the way people feel about you to always come across as the bad guy, it just it leaves a bad feeling in you. You don't want to walk around with that feeling, you know? So he cares, he cares a lot. Yeah. Yeah one of the best out there um, yeah from the sporting he's a really good person too but yeah we take care of him we try our yeah. best good 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 i love it i appreciate it. well listen nothing would give me more pleasure than to see florida fighting for the national championship this year with uh with texas and, and cal i think the texas cal thing's been fun but it's like yeah. it's getting old right we need we'll some, our best. 
We need some competition in there. So get after her. All right. Good luck this year. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Brett. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Take care. Yep. Bye. Okay. Introducing our newest sponsor, Swim Tracks. Swim Tracks is the smartest swim specific tracker ever. It registers a ton of swim data that is translated into valuable real time insights. It tracks the three most important data points for coaches and swimmers time, heart rate, and stroke rate. You and your swimmers can now, from just one device, make sure you're training in the correct energy zones with the correct number of strokes. Visit swimtracks.com and schedule your free demo today. That's swimtracks, T R A X X.com, swimtracks.com.